Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. I don't know about you, friend, but I really start to get excited at the start of a new year. I love sitting down and thinking about how far I've come in the past year, the things that went well, the things I might do differently in the future, the things that I've learned, sometimes the things I want to release and leave in that past year. And then I like to think ahead to the new year and the goals that I'm going to set, the things that make me excited to show up and really lean into living by design and not by default. And for me, in pursuit of living by design is really uh, habit-based routines. And really, it's it's all habit-based <laughs> because how you spend your day is how you spend your life. And so I want to show up in each and every day trying to be the best version of myself that I can be in that day. And my best looks different from day to day for sure. If I wake up and I feel sick or my kids are sick or you know, you're just having an off kind of day, my best that day is going to be very different than a day when I wake up after a full night's sleep, feeling super energized and ready to take on the world. And that's okay. I think it really is supposed to be that way. And when I think about living by design and how it's really my habits that allow me to move forward, to move in the direction of my dreams a little bit every single day, which can actually be really far over the course of a year, over the course of a few years, I was really thinking about the habits that have served me well and also the habits that have changed over time and how that's okay. Sometimes I find it, it's easy to get into a habit that works really well, but then sometimes you wake up a year later, two years later, and you realize that habit or that routine is no longer serving you in the way that it used to. And maybe it's time for a change of pace. And that was actually my experience recently with my morning routine and my evening work routine. And recently I rearranged my schedule a little bit. I realized that something needed to shift a little bit and I tried out an experiment to see if I liked it, and I do, and that's what I want to share with you today. I want to give you permission to try things, to experiment, to stick with what works well, and then to reevaluate as you go and maybe reevaluate and you're like, yep, nope, this is great. I'm going to keep doing this. Or maybe there is another approach that you can take that might work better for you. And ultimately, I want you to embrace the season that you're in. A couple of episodes, I shared the four guiding principles that I use when setting goals for the new year, and I hope you use them as well. And one of those principles, the third one, is setting goals that are seasonally appropriate. And I don't mean seasonally appropriate like it's winter right now, so I should wear a coat when I go outside. I mean seasonally appropriate in that you need to know what season of life you're in I need to know the bandwidth that you have, the energy that you have, what is at your disposal to help move you in the direction of your goals and of your dreams. So for me, for example, I have lots of goals for my podcast and for my business and for the collective and um, the education hub that I'm building and the courses that I offer and my coaching services. Like I have so many big, exciting goals. At the same time, I have to remember that seasonally, I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old at home. <laughs> and so I'm with them full time. And the season of life that I'm in right now will look very different than the season I'm in three years from now when both my kids are in school full time, right? And I want to set goals for myself that are exciting, that are stretch goals, that are goals that I have to really show up for consistently if I want to make them happen. But I do want them to be seasonally appropriate. I don't want to set myself up for failure by choosing something that's just outlandish 
for the season of life I'm in because I am committed to being really present and being home with my boys in this season. That's also really important to me. And so I have to carve out space for both of those. In that way, my morning routine has shifted because my season of life has shifted a little bit, has changed a little bit, and that's okay. I think that's actually really good. So today, this episode is all about just giving you permission to reevaluate, to make shifts when needed, to really embrace that ebb and flow of life, and to not hold on quite so rigidly to some of the structures maybe that you've had in the past that have maybe served you really well, but maybe it's time to mix things up a little bit. So without further ado, let's go. Hey friend, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House, health coach, yoga instructor, meditation enthusiast, slow but steady runner, boy mama times two, wife to my college sweetheart, and unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. This is our space to come together and explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together, let's live by design and not default. All right, let's hop right into this episode. And first, let's just talk a little bit about morning routines. It's funny, episode 77 of the podcast was a solo show I did all about what my morning routine is, why, like what it is and why it helps and the how that motivates me behind it, the how that helps me show up every day and wake up early and put in the time and the effort to really start my day with intention, to start my day leaning into my sense of purpose, to really like get still and quiet and connect with my head and my heart and my body before like the busyness and the craziness of the day ensues. And it's it's funny because that's actually one of our most popular episodes. I re-released it this past summer. Uh, when I took a, a podcasting sabbatical, and it's again one of our most popular episodes. So I know that you guys love to talk about morning routines. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll link to it below in the show notes so you can check it out. But I thought I would just touch really briefly on some of the benefits of having a morning routine and why I really lean into one. So benefits of a morning routine include having more structure. So for example, that would feel like less chaotic. It's more of a proactive approach to your day. It feels less stressful. There are no surprises. You're not feeling rushed because you've created the time that you need to move through your morning the way that you want. Oftentimes you experience increased productivity, which is a little bit of a math equation. You have more structure and less stress, thus increased productivity. You're able to reach your goals. There's this great quote that says the extra time and productivity you gain through your new lifestyle, i.e. waking up for your morning routine, helps you achieve goals you never thought possible. And finally, it gives you more free time in the evening for hobbies and personal interests. And that's a perfect segue because for me, the reason that my morning routine has shifted is because I wanted more free time in the evenings. So previous to this recording, I had been working in on the podcast and in my business from 4.30 to 6.30 each weeknight. And that was a schedule that worked really well for us for over a year. But after a year, my husband and I were like, Hey, babe, I, I kind of miss hanging out with you on the week weeknights. And obviously we would hang out once our kids were asleep and we spent time together later in the evening. But, 
if you've ever been in a season where you're working and you have little kids, uh, you get to the night and you're just like, wow, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I would love to sit and snuggle you on the couch, but that is like about all that I have the energy to do. Like, can we just watch something on TV? Because your brain is just like, it has been a long day. <laughs> and I really missed having quality time together during the week when we felt more awake, when we were still in the middle of the day. It wasn't dark out. It wasn't like an hour before bedtime. And so we decided we did a little idea soup, which I'm actually inviting Dennis onto the podcast to talk about later this week because idea soup is our way of brainstorming together that is non-judgmental. You're allowed to throw anything out there and see what sticks, basically. It's like a way of problem solving. And so we idea souped it and we're like, hey, like, I'd really love to hang out with you after work for like my husband. Like he gets off work at 430 and I was like, I would just really love to have nights together again during the week to cook together, to play with the kids, to go on outings when we want to, to go out and go for hikes or walks or bike rides. Um, a lot of that we weren't able to do, which was fine. That was a sacrifice we were really willing to make for a season. But we found ourselves coming to the end of that season, realizing like, okay, it'd be really nice to have that family time back again. And so we idea souped it. And we're like, okay, how can I, how can Kate, how can I still get two hours of work time each weekday? And I suggested, well, what about the morning? Which is funny because I am not a natural morning person. And now I'm volunteering to wake up even earlier to get my work day in. But now in this season, when my kids are mostly sleeping through the night, um, so shifting my work to the morning feels doable. And so for the past month or so, I've been waking up at 5 a.m., which is is not easy. A lot of times I use Mel Robbins' five-second rule to launch myself out of bed. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Mel, go back and listen to the mini series from the beginning of September of 2022 because it's pretty epic if I do say so myself. But I just count down five, four, three, two, one, and I literally launch myself out of bed. And from five to six, oftentimes I do my regular morning routine, which is a gratitude and goals practice, a short meditation, and a little bit of journaling. Of course, I drink coffee during that time too and water and I try to eat a little something. And then from 6 to 8 a.m., I do my work time now. That is now my my work schedule. And it's been a really nice change of pace. I love getting to cook dinner with my husband again. I love getting to have family time together before bedtime routine with the kids, before their bath and you know, the craziness of, of little kids at bedtime can be a lot. And so it's really nice to have time together as a family before that part of the day. And it was just a good reminder to me of it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to have a habit or a routine that served you really well. And then it's okay to look up and to reevaluate and to realize maybe the season has shifted a little bit. Maybe there is Maybe there's nothing wrong with the system you have in place, but maybe there's now a better option. And when a year plus ago, when I started working in the evenings consistently, waking up early and working in the mornings wasn't an option. Um, our youngest isn't a great sleeper. And at that time, I was not getting consistent sleep. And so waking up early to work really wasn't feasible. It was like the most I could do was wake up for my own morning routine. I couldn't add anything else to it. And now a year later, I mean, he still snuggles me in bed and he sneaks in in the middle of the night and, you know, there is that, but my sleep is considerably better now than it was a year ago. And so because of that, I can wake up and have my morning routine and then have my work schedule in the morning. And so this is just your reminder, friend, that if you are feeling like you need a little change, maybe you're feeling like a routine or a habit you have in place 
was really great or maybe still is really good, but there might be a way that you can shift it around a little bit. Maybe you can enhance it. Maybe you can be a little bit more purposeful um, just to give yourself permission to do so. I think there is something to be said for being disciplined and showing up and doing the work. Absolutely. I do also believe though, that there are times when we need to give ourselves permission to reevaluate, to check back in with ourselves and see, is this still working really well for me? Yes. Great. Keep going. <laughs> or is there a way that I can enhance this or maybe shift things around so that I can find a little bit more joy or happiness or pleasure or downtime or time with yourself or time to go for a walk or whatever the case might be in your day? Hey, Millie. Hey, sweet girl. Lay down. Millie's down here while I record so she can get a little break from our puppy, Pepper. <laughs> They're becoming friends, but um, Pepper has a lot of energy. So sometimes Millie needs a little time with her mama in the basement while she records. <laughs> so anyways, friend, this is just your reminder if you need it or your permission slip if you need it um, to, to change your mind, to make shifts when you need and to know that that doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that what you were doing in the past wasn't great. It just means that life has a tendency to ebb and flow and our habits and routines can do the same around those seasons of life as they continue to shift and continue to change. I will be back in your earbuds later this week, friend. And until then, I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. All right, friend, that brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope that you are walking away with at least one little nugget of information that you didn't have before or one action item that you are going to start implementing in your life starting right now. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free community Facebook group, I would love for you to become a Live by Design podcast insider. You can join us over at misskatehouse.com slash community to be automatically redirected to a Facebook group, all focused on releasing overwhelm, getting unstuck, and finally taking aligned action in the direction of your dreams. We have such a beautiful community of kind and supportive people there, and I can't wait for you to join us. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would first subscribe to the show through whatever listening app you prefer. And second, to rate the show with five stars over on Apple Podcasts and leave us a one or two sentence review. That is seriously the kindest way that you can thank me for hosting the show week after week, totally for free, serving you from the heart with so much love and so much heart. I will be back in your earbuds again soon. And until then, friend, spread some joy, make someone smile.